everyone. We had a couple more questions come in for the Bible Q&A blog, so I'm going to try to do two questions at once here. They both come from the book of Exodus uh, in uh, two consecutive chapters. So the first question, it comes from Exodus 16 and verse 10. The first part of that verse says, It came to pass as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel. Uh, so the question is, how was he able to do that? There had to be at least a million of them. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. There, there, had, there probably was uh, about a million of them. And it does create a bit of a logistical uh, problem. How do you speak to that many people at once? I, I've read in church history where a man named George Whitfield would address sometimes up to 80,000 people at one time, no microphone, uh, no, nothing to amplify his voice, just a booming voice, and the people could hear him from a mile away, so it was said. Um, now, that's 80,000, right? That's not even close to a million. So how could Aaron reach that many people? Well, logistically, I don't know if Aaron could have somehow positioned himself on a mountain just right and the people below him gathered in, in a valley of some sort and the voice would have carried out. That seems to be a bit of a stretch on my imagination to work the logistics of that out. Uh, it might be possible, who knows? I've never tried it. But let me give you one more thought on how this probably worked. In the same chapter, Exodus 16 and verse three, it says, and the children of Israel said unto them, to Moses and Aaron, would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt and so forth. And they went on complaining. So what's interesting there is it says the children of Israel said unto them. Well, I highly doubt that all one million of those people uh, came at the same time and, and um, said with one voice, here's our complaint. I'm fairly certain that the complaint was passed on to certain representatives, certain elders of the various tribes, and then they came and communicated those thoughts to um, the ultimate leaders of Israel, Moses and Aaron. So I don't think it's a stretch on the imagination to assume that as Aaron speaks, he makes sure that the elders of these tribes, these representatives, that they are hearing the message and that they communicate it to the rest of the people. So that's, that would answer the logistical um, problem. You also, I, I would tell you to look in Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 4 down to 7, because there you have Ezra preaching to uh, all the children of Israel. He's standing on a pulpit of wood, and he has men deployed all around him. And after he preaches, these Levites, they go out and make sure that everybody understands the law and, and understands what Ezra had just preached. Now, it could be Ezra had a much smaller crowd, and it could be that they all heard him and that these Levites are just making sure that everything was clear and that the people understood what they had heard. But I think it at least suggests a scenario where you have certain men that are at the ready they listen to the message and then go on and, and discuss it with the people. So I think you can see how that would be possible. Now the next question comes from Exodus 17 and verse number 14. In that context, we're reading where Joshua went out and fought against the Amalekites and Moses had his hands in the air and was supported by Aaron and Hur and then Joshua overcame. And it says in verse 14, the Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. So the question is, 
was Moses already writing some of the Old Testament here? Uh, yes, I, I would definitely say he was. At the very least, when God commanded Moses to write this down, Moses would have recorded the details of that battle in some sort of a journal. Uh, even you can check in Numbers chapter 21, I think it's verse 14, where it talks about the book of the wars of the Lord. And it sounds as if Moses had a separate journal where he recorded the details of various battles as Israel was moving through the wilderness and about to go into the uh, promised land. So at the very least, Moses wrote it in some sort of a journal, maybe that book of the wars of the Lord, and then later, as he sat down and wrote what we now have as Exodus, he used those journal notes and then recorded it there. It's also possible, very possible, that right after the battle, Moses records uh, what had happened, and it went straight into what we now have as, as Exodus. And it's quite interesting. This is actually the first time in the Bible that we read anything about something being written. It's the first time the word write is used in the Bible. So I do believe that at the least it was recorded to a journal and then later in Exodus, or it's very possible and even likely that um, Moses was recording uh, what turned out to be the book of Exodus as they were uh, going through these things. So uh, e either way, whichever way it happened, Moses fulfilled this command. We have the memorial in the book. So. Thank God Moses kept such a, uh, a good record of what happened. Not only Joshua, but even to this day, we can read about how God has overcome in so many various scenarios. So I hope that helps. If there's anything else I can help with on these passages or uh, any other question, please feel free to leave it in the comment section below, or you can find us on Facebook at Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. Hope you have a wonderful day further.